Attention, attention, my black brothers. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do-rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got nappy hair, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you. Ariel. So we are in um, week 375 of Quarantina, and um, I've heard that some... my ass. <laughs> and we are going to be here for ever, sister. Well, my tune changed, girl, because just like two weeks ago, I was like, yeah, I'm good, ain't nothing going wrong with me. I'm great, love Quarantina. She's now kicking you my ass. She's kicking. She's she's a mental beast right now. I don't like when we come out of here. We're gonna. We have to be strong because my mental has been guard. Is like it's yeah. tested. So. I ain't got nothing for the people. I ain't got nothing. But the good thing about it is we are back with another episode of that Black Boy Joy podcast. <laughs> I am your boy Lord Debris, and I'm Derwin King, and we are here to give you all. Wow, I have to do my YouTube thing, and we and we have created a space where black boys can be themselves. And so, a much, a more. How have you been, darling? How have you been? Wow, girl, I've been on an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> I have too. I just feel like so dirty and just so just. Ugh. Oh wow, really? Dirty? I don't know why. I just feel like I just look disgusting. I just have like not kept myself. I look uncouth. I believe so. I'm just like, I don't know, but I need to shave, so I think that'll help me. I was gonna um, say if you don't put a razor to that. I need face. to put a razor, and I brought my clippers. I'm not in. I'm not in Maryland. I'm in Ohio for you all. Just to let you again, know. again. I told you all I was gonna be here, but yeah, we we're we're here. But I, did you dye? So did you dye your hair, sis? Because social media was giving me that. Um, no, absolutely not. I don't know how to dye my hair that way. Um, I, the only hair I know how to dye is when it's close to my scalp. It's very easy then, um, but it's a little longer. So I used that hair wax that the girls were talking about like three years ago. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's really for like one use. So that shit will flake and um, flake off. And if you wash it, it will come off. I like this for the pictures. I, I really put it on so I could take some pictures and I fucked with it. The aesthetic was cute. Was it was cute. It. it was. It gave what it was supposed to have gave. And it was. It gave that, and that's all that matters. Correct. Um, but yeah, we are back with another episode. I I know we have been, um, you know, not as what is it, um, active, cons- I would active say. or consistent, but we are trying to give. Oh, us yeah, girl, they better understand. Look, look, I love y'all. I really do. <laughs> but we are in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> we are in the middle of a pandemic, honey. But you know, we have our regular. We have we have a regular schedule show for you all today. We do have a little bit more banter this this episode but we also do want to touch on some main topics but like we always have to do we are going to start off with our black boy joy spotlight for the week and this week we are um shouting out spotlighting a young man by the name of lyric london he is a dancer um, and I want to say web personality because I actually um, saw him or watched him when he was on, I think, the Come Up Atlanta. No, Chasing Atlanta. Um, so he is a renowned, a wonderful dancer, hip hop dancer specifically in Atlanta. And um, really just enjoy his energy and also just how creative he is and also um, just how he's also created at home like dance tutorials during this time. And then also he actually like makes beats too. 
So I listen to his, like, I watch his choreography and the beats, like, he could put anything together. Like, he'll do, like, Nuck If You Buck with, like, Rummy My Money. Like, he'll do, so he'll put, like, those two together or he'll put, like, Pop Lock and drop it with, like, the do the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> right. So I really appreciate that creativity. And then also, like, his energy when I was watching, um, Chasing Atlanta. I hope it's Chasing Atlanta. But when I was watching him on that show, he uh really seemed like relaxed and not really about the drama, but was just like there um to be a great part a great part of the show. So I appreciate that. And um yeah, he also is like like I said, he has at home workouts, which not wow, at home dance tutorials, which I think that was really dope as well. And another thing. He has like a web show. So he has, I've seen him doing one with like, I think porn stars. And oh, like, yes. he does like, it's like, it's like, um, like a confet, like not like it's like a unwind or like a tea and like a tell all. It's not like that, you know, like the, like, um, I want to say like the real is or something of that nature. Like when they just like talk, I don't know how to explain it, girl, but he has a web show. If you want to look it up, look it up. But I don't know how to explain it. I will it. be looking it up. Yeah, it's like, like they talk about like, taboo things or things that people just need to talk about the oh, real the i'm sorry candy, like red, no like real table red table talk sorry like oh. red table talk that's what it is I got um, you, girl. so check that out shout out to him it's like like bedroom candy yeah candy <laughs> coated night <laughs> no, that's what i meant did you know what i meant did i you do what you meant that's how i was like yes, candy girl, <laughs> Uh, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, keep serving that black boy joy and that black boy magic. But we are going to get into our hot topics of the week. But first, um, what is one thing that you have done this like this go around during the quarantine or this week that you did not do last week? Oh, cry a lot. <laughs> no, just chill out. Um, this week, I, I don't even know that there was much anything different. I think I've actually dropped off the tasks that I was doing. Mm. I don't know if I told, well, you know what? I painted. Let's say that. I did paint. <laughs> I painted. It no, I'm so sorry. It was exquisite experience. You, okay. I loved it. This is, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm thinking about? When what? you say, I'm the... Oh, bitch, no. <laughs> I fleet the way I'm supposed to. I know how to clean properly. Too much. You know, we are in um, this pandemic mindset. I'm sorry. No, I, I um got a canvas. Gosh. And some acrylic paint and some cheap-ass dollar store uh paintbrushes. And I made myself a nice little work of art. Yay. Um, something, you know, something fun for the springtime. For the spring, springtime. <laughs> I, you know, it has been quite an experience. So that was something I did. I was very happy yeah. about it, actually. Uh, I Like I told you earlier, I've been reading more. Um, yes. I'm reading currently three books, which is problematic. Yes. But I used to do that when I was a kid. I would read a chapter and go to another book, read a chapter and go to another book. Um, so the first one is like more work-related. So I'm reading a book called... Um, think um stamped so it's about like undoing racism the conversation about that and like where's all this stuff coming from and race everything i already know but it's for work and then i'm reading another book it's called dread nation so it's basically some like uh zombie a zombie apocalypse during like the civil war and like black and indigenous uh people are taught to be like like taught weaponry and combat to fight zombies oh we love yeah. that so we're taught weaponry and combat, but we are supposed to be escorts to white people, but also uh, fight, but also fight 
zombies for the white people. So it's like a little bit of, you know, science fiction. I mean, fiction, but like, you know, all that stuff. And then there's another book. That? Huh? It's some black Ooh. woman. I forgot her name. Okay. And then there's another book I'm reading uh, called um, A Blade So Black or something, A Blade So Dark, whatever. And it's like Alice in Wonderland mixed with like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But the only, the reason I'm saying this is because both of these books have female black leads. So I appreciate having two books that have black female leads in it that are like kick ass. So I just wanted yeah. to say that. <laughs> I don't think I just wanted to no, that sounds good. I'm, I had, I need to get back to reading the book that I started just, I think, three weeks ago. Mm. Um, One Day Will All Be Dead and None of This Will Matter. Um, mm. It's a memoir. It's, or a, actually, no, it's not. It's actually a group of essays. Um, <clears throat> but all really beautiful. Um, at least the ones that I've read so far have been yeah. nice, very telling. So I should get back up into that. I do want to read, I think it was, is it George Johnson? It's like Boys Are Blue, Boy. Yeah, George yeah. Johnson. Yeah, I want to read the, um, I want to read All Boys Aren't Blue. What is, what is, do you remember the name? What is the name again? So, yeah, well, uh, um, I do, and I believe that is actually. Yeah, something exactly of that nature. It's like, a, it's like a collective of like poems and like stories about coming out and things of that nature. Yeah, All Boys Aren't Blue. Yeah, so I'm thinking about getting that uh, next out of my uh, little like arsenal books but we have a lot of hot topics or things that we want to talk about oh before we move on i wanted to mention come um, on because since we're on the topic of books i did buy um i don't want to die poor by uh michael arsenal and mm-hmm. i read um his book i can't date jesus which i thought was really really great wonderful story um it was just like chronicling his time um you know, through school, his experiences with homophobia as a child, like with his family, mm-hmm. a lot about his love for Beyonce, which I very much appreciate. Come on. Her name, her name is in the title. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. And then, um, yeah, so I'm excited to read I Don't Want to Die For. Mm, so look at us with these reads. We should, be, we should, you know, we should keep checking up to date with each other on this and also just like how we are. Yeah, like that. Thing. Oh, that's something new. But... Okay, yeah, we have a lot that we, a lot of hot topics or banter, but uh, first, do you want to kick off? What what, do, what you want to talk about? Oh, I do want to talk about Miss Tabitha Brown. Miss Tabitha! Okay, so I'm sure that all of you guys are aware, and if you are not, I can't wait to tell you about her. There's this lovely woman, um, black vegan on, um, she's on TikTok. TikTok, so she, YouTube, if you guys are familiar Facebook, with TikTok, IG. Yeah, you know. Lots of fun videos that people come up with. I personally will not be downloading it because them niggas ain't gonna take my data, not from that. You can see it on Facebook, sis. My shit to the people. But I see all of Miss Tabitha Brown's videos up on Twitter. She's actually really delightful. Her voice is so soothing. Um, She will do her little cooking videos or whatever and show you how to make these delicious vegan meals. My favorite tagline of hers or punchline of hers. um, Like this, like this. Uh, oh, I do like that. Like so, like that. Like so, like that. I like um, cause that's your business. Cause that's your business. <laughs> she makes these really affirming videos too. Like she was talking. To, I was watching the video. And she was speaking, and I was speaking back to her as if she was directly talking to me. And I got so much comfort from it. So I yeah. wanted to just give a huge shout out to her for making these videos for no other reason than because, like, I guess that's what she wants to do. But like, because that's her touching business. the hearts of the people. Because that's her business. <laughs> but the people love her. Yeah, she makes people feel good. Like, so, so that's yeah. Beautiful. So I found out that she was an actress, and she also just got signed to good. like I think Cal- CAA. So like, good. creative artist agency i don't know if that's what it was but like she's got signed to like an agency so we will be seeing more of that zwarling love that for her i, I love that for her i appreciate seeing that of her i was like yay and she just i think she's uh, she's a she's 
real. She's like herself or what she portrays, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so another one, which I am excited about, and I think you talked about, Devin, uh, last yeah. week, is you wanted to be the first black gay Disney prince. Well, we still have that slot available, but we do have our first black Disney prince. Yeah! So if you all watch um, This Is Us, there's a young man on there named uh, Niles Fitch, and he is going to be uh, the first Disney uh, black prince in a live action movie. So not like in an animated one but in a live action movie. Um, So just to give you a synopsis of what he'll be, he will play a prince in the new sci-fi film called Secret Society of Second Born Royals. Um, And the film will basically focus on second born born royals who are part of a Kalinst group, a Kalinst group, like a small group, I don't know my words, (laughs) tasked with saving the world. And he will play Prince Tuma, a charming royal trying to navigate the world and create his own mark in the world along with his new group of friends. So I'm super excited to actually see black men, black yeah, boys as that's princes. Amazing. We've I don't we've Disney? Known. What? Disney I mean they've what? done like black princesses now, obviously. Well Tiana. Um Right, like but wow gonna be amazing to see a black male to see black male royalty in disney we've not seen that ever never, we have never never ever seen and that. this is also a live action yeah. so of course it's gonna be i mean it's different but i would have loved to oh, see no, like no, an no. animated I'll take it exactly as it is i also want to i want to note that if he is born he will be born royalty i don't know second born i, I do believe it was second uh well second born royals point, is that Tiana was not born royal. No, she was uh, not. She was, right. She made, or what is she? She was married, she married into royalty. Yeah. See, this is great. We're going to get, this is wonderful. So we have kids we that are, are second generation royal. So their parents are royal and they. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. And they are royal. Absolutely. Yes. And of course he's going to be, I feel like they're going to give him the more so of the Black Panther vibe. Oh, you know, Tuma. Prince Tuma. So I'm excited. Oh, you meant like uh, Marvel's Black Panther? I actually thought you meant like the Black Panther Party. And I was like, yes. Girl, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, Disney said, no, y'all asking for too much. (laughs) Disney said, no, but I'm excited to see what that looks like. And shout out to Niles Fitch for that. I've seen um, Sterling uh, K. Brown uh, shout him out as well, because I think that is his son on the show. I don't watch... Um, I don't watch that show either. The, what I is did it? for a little bit. It's, it's, it's a, a long show, so. I just. <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of shows, Little Fires. Oh, Everywhere girl! Is what a fucking show! I am on like, the last episode. Um, bitch, please finish that shit. <laughs> there's so much to talk about with that show. Yeah, please. Like Elena's a fucking asshole. No, seriously, like. Shout out to Reese Witherspoon for being such an amazing actress that, like, you genuinely hate Elena. And, like, there are very few redeeming qualities for this character. The only redeeming quality for her, I think, is that she's a mom and she doesn't really do that very well. In that she's not a supportive parent to her kids. She's just, like, very, like, do these things that make you cookie cutter. And, like, how dare you be a more supportive parent to Pearl than you are to Izzy? Like, are you okay? Oh, Yeah, I look so... So I hope there's, I mean, there might be some spoilers if it is. Oh, well, if it's not, 
Oh well. Oh, yeah, should have that first. <laughs> I watch it and I'm like, wow, like she was so pressed or she was so like trying to make this them look seem perfect. And I feel like once you try to make someone seem perfect or you want to make your life look like it's perfect, it just goes to shambles. Absolutely. Like, literally everything catches fire. <laughs> Unless you literally have the resources to control yeah. every aspect of everything, it is absolutely going to I mean yeah. let's 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 remember. Let's recall. Beyonce is one of the most powerful black women in the world. Mm -hmm. And she is really good at keeping her shit under wraps. But we all know what the fuck happened in that elevator. So you can't keep everything under wraps the way you want. Okay. Shit will get out. Okay. Yeah, and I'm watching it. Um, I do love Carrie Washington's... um, her, her as this mother. I usually don't care for Carrie Washington in, in films. I just be like... Yeah, sometimes I'm like, "Mm, girl, I think you only was good at... um, Olivia Pope, but I digress. Um, you know what? No, because when she played Ray Charles's wife um, in that movie, and Ray, yeah. she did a really good job. I mean, so I've been watching her. Like the first thing I ever saw her in was a film, and so I've always respected her as a film actress. Yeah. And then when she got when she did Scandal, I was like, oh damn, she's in a show. What the hell is going on here? Yeah, I remember her yeah. from uh, <laughs> Save the Last Dance. That was the first thing as the the pregnant yeah. high schooler. But <laughs> that's what I remember her from. I was like, she ain't going nowhere. But nope. boom, look at her now. But no, I don't want to spoil too much, but it is a good show. It has a lot about racial equity. It's about motherhood. Mm. It's a lot about... Um, oh, wow. It really is about motherhood. That is definitely motherhood, a show about motherhood. A lot. It's, 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 it's a lot about adoption, about all well, type of things. I think the most important dynamic in that book, or dynamic, because it is originally a book. Just to let you all know, it is originally a book. And my bad, I also that show, but yes, it is originally. I, I'm thinking, I'm considering reading it. We'll see. But the most important theme, I think, is the relationship between a mother and daughter. So mm. I think that's like the primary focus of the show, and then the relationship between women, right? Because mm. you deal with a diff- like the mom. You're looking at. Mia's relationship with Pearl, then you're looking at Elena's relationship with Izzy, and then her relationship with Lexi, which is very different than it is. Yeah, with very Pearl. different. I very mean, with different. Izzy. Very different. Because she's just like her. But then like you notice that her relationship with Moody and Trip is like unimportant. They don't yeah. really focus on her dynamic with her sons. They play a key role in the show, but like we are more concerned about how how she is as a mother to her two daughters and the same thing for Mia and Pearl and then of course with BB and her baby yep so I just thought like after after sitting and thinking about it for a while I was like oh wow this show is really about like mother-daughter relationships and then about you know how women deal with each other across the board um and that like different social economic difference between um Elena and Mia but then also between BB and Mia like the fact that they were both not white women yeah and then got along really well. Immediately. Like, boom. Yeah. We got, we go, we got, we struggle. We've been through a struggle. We understand our children. We understand everything's not perfect. But I was like, ooh, child. Like, watching these episodes, I'm like, come on. Like, just the, I don't know why. I just love it. The dynamic. Who's your favorite character? So, I think I like Elena because... Oh. I just don't like the, just the, her, like, she tries to make it seem perfect, but it's not. Like, I don't know why I just like the person that everything does not look good, but um, I want to try to make it seem fine. Like, but she has that little craziness inside of her. 
Yeah. Bitch, I'm trying to hug up right here. Put them damn, put them, put them damn shoes on. Let uh, fucking Izzy. Put on the fucking shoes. Put <laughs> the fucking shoes. I am so sorry. I, I think we're going to need a little minute. I don't know why. I think, like, in regards to, like, that switch, like, I really appreciate like you can see the craziness in Elena's yes. eye. Oh, right. Like you can see it surface. under that those polished ass bangs and oh like that perfect ass demeanor of her. Like I really like the episode where like we see her struggle younger. I like that. Spoiler yes. I really yes. was like, yeah she's human. But well, it I, explains it explains her stupid ass behavior. Yeah. But I like Elena. Who's your favorite? <laughs> You like Lexi? You'll never get no. no. Is he? Bill. Bill. Bill is my favorite. Sit down. Sit down. Her husband. Oh my God. Toward like, by the last episode, I was like, wow, Bill is the real winner, the real winner here. Like that nigga was just like, yo, your ass is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. When he, when he called that restaurant. Oh my God. I said, okay, you know what? That man has the most sense in the entire show. He's probably the most level-headed. Yeah. And the most honest, right? Like, this is just a random, even Mia, you know, regular-ass white man. Even Mia wasn't. We know. Watch the show. Oh, yeah, even Mia wasn't. Was deluded. This random, this regular-ass white man, all this nigga wanted to do was just live his little life. And Elena just had all these fucking plans. And the nigga was like, yeah, all right, whatever. But, Wow. Wow! Yeah, I can't. When 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 you watch that last episode, you'll was, definitely see why that nigga is my favorite. I will I watch it. Bill. I'm excited. I'm gonna try to finish it tonight. But we have that's a white man. I will yeah. kick for. Speaking of other shows, um, I think we did. We talk about this last week. Uh, the Clark Sisters. We talked about nope. that last week. Good documentary. <laughs> Biopic. Biopic. My damn ass. Biopic. Good. Whatever you say. Whatever you call it. I loved it. it. If Great. we did talk about it, sorry, y'all. Because I, I loved it that, that much. Because, yeah. wow. First of all, Kiara is so fucking talented. Yes. I was listening to the soundtrack the other day and just, like, re-listening to her, like, do her mom's vocals. No better choice. Literally no Yeah, you couldn't choose. You definitely Kiara. couldn't choose anybody else. I, my, roommate, my roommate tried to make the argument that, like, they should have gotten a real actress to play karen and i was like first of all listen 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 sure kiara is not an actress but you are not going to find an actress who is going to sing karen clark sheard's parts the way her daughter is her daughter has a phenomenal okay who knows her better than someone who has known her their entire life her whole daughter thank you who better to play her and i and i think she blew it out the water i really was so amazed with um how great the story was i thought it could have been a longer one i thought it could have been in series um could have been a series instead yeah. but like when i tell you i have been listening to the soundtrack since the movie and have watched the movie again like i don't care yeah. i love that shit i appreciate it i i do i wish that they didn't give like the last 15 minutes of the show movie all of the like drama um, well, I understand that, like, of course, the Clark sisters probably didn't want to put everything in it because that is their business and their privacy. But I just was like, ooh. You rush that damn um, surgery. Yeah. I was like, what? 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 What just happened? But, like, I, I do appreciate it. I um, did some more. I wasn't, I didn't listen to the Clark six. Ugh. I didn't listen or know that much about the Clark sisters um, besides them just being great singers. Um, didn't really remember Denise. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> I spent a lot of time Googling them last year. Um, like, I knew who they were, but I didn't really know. So I started to notice that at some point there were four girls, or excuse me, five. And then at some point there were three. And I was like, well, what the hell is going on? So I was like, oh, well, there's another sister. And yes. I didn't really know about her. Well, her, her um, son went on um, he went on Instagram Live, I think, and then put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He was um, uh, talking about like some of the discrepancies in the film. Apparently, he has a play about his aunts and mom. Mm. And yeah, and he's um, saying that Girl, whoever he. wrote the screenplay um, or whoever wrote the film, the TV film, took some of the stuff from his play. He was like, there was a scene. He said that you are the sunshine I mean, you brought the sunshine is literally apart from his play. He was like, he was watching. He was like, what the hell? So I was like, Yikes. Yeah. Mary J. Blige, Queen Latifah, what y'all doing over there? <laughs> yeah, Missy. <laughs> Missy, what y'all doing over there? Missy Elliott? Yeah. Girl, they had everybody in mama over there. A fan. Yeah, she was a fan. <laughs> I said, y'all had everybody in mama. Absolutely. Well, we got one more show to discuss. I mean, we have so many shows that we watched during this damn quarantine. There's nothing else to do. But Literally nothing else to do. Nothing else to do, but I Love You Now Die on HBO docuseries, two-part series. Have Did you get a chance to watch this yet, sis? No, girl, tell me about it. So it is basically about this young lady who um, basically convinced her boyfriend to kill himself and oh, yeah. um, it's the trial and it's just a controversy over did she have a hand in his murder, or did she not? Hell like, yeah, she did. Basically, backstory on his thought, his mind before the the his death, and her mind during their relationship, or just all types of stuff. It's a very interesting documentary because one episode is from the prosecutor's uh, standpoint, and then the other side is from like the defense. So you get to see like both sides. Like, ooh, what happened? But like, essentially, you know Good. the. They tell you, I mean, you find out the verdict, you know what the verdict is if you just like researched it. But it was a really um, good documentary because I read about, I heard about this before the documentary and I was like, like, can you really have somebody, like, can you really be charged with somebody's death for like, yeah. being, like girl, kill yourself? Um, and apparently, shit, if it's very, you know, if it's very implicit and it's very direct. Nope. It was because I feel like because she didn't just say kill yourself because no. people said that all the time, but like to actually direct someone to know yeah. that they're about to and then actually encourage them to. Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. It's, it's I don't want to spoil that because that I mean that I don't want to spoil it out away because like very interesting things going on with that. But if you all um, are hella 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 bored, or I mean like us have nothing else to do because we all are in quarantine, it is on Hulu or you can watch it on HBO Go or whatever you have. Um, and it's called I Love You Now Die. So those are three shows. Wait, was it three? Three things that you can watch that we have watched already. Um, now moving. Make sure y'all watch that Clark system. Yes, real. yes. Now moving into like news more so. Um, we just found out that some states are reopening back up. Yeah, Georgia fucking uh, on Friday. That was some bullshit. I'm like dumb. <laughs> This is so damn bad. We're going to be like this until 2021. We're going to be like this forever. Forever. Because <laughs> at this rate, people are... So, long story short, some things are being opening back up. Um, clubs are not opening back up. And bars are not opening up. And small venues or um, concert venues are not opening up. But everything else apparently is opening up. 
they say salons and like salons. Bowling alleys. What the fuck does a bowling alley need to be open for? Hairs, what what reason? Barbershops, nail salons, hair salons, all these things are opening, which I think they're targeting black folks. But that's just my business. Uh, and I said what I said. But yeah, I don't I don't think, that's, your business. that's my business. But yeah, how do you feel about um some of these states opening back up? Well, I think because is Vegas doing it too? Child, yes. Um, Nevada. So, uh, you know, I think it can be expected that there were going to be people, Americans, who were ready against the... It's like such a fucking... We are a privileged nation. We are privileged in that our society has granted us the liberty to feel like no matter what happens, our rights cannot be trampled upon. Even when our rights are not being trampled upon. Even when what we're being requested, what we're being requested to do is for our own health benefits. Okay. So, you know, there are countries that don't have the resources we have, and they didn't have a choice but to very strictly enforce, you know, a stay-at-home order, as the point that they are chasing niggas in the house from the streets. Get your ass in the house, run in the house now. And like, you know, very intense, right? Like very drastic. And we don't want that. We have been blessed enough to believe that there that if something like that were to happen in this country, we would definitely be in some sort of post-apocalyptic society. Mm-hmm. But instead of taking the leeway that has been granted to us, these very slow rollouts of a fucking shelter at home um, order, we have decided that it is too much to ask of the American people to stay at home and keep each other safe. So, like, it's disgusting to me that the people have no idea what is good for them. Nope. It, is, it is actually sad to me that people truly believe that we are going to prosper if we leave shit open so that they can not only destroy themselves, but the people that they love, people they it's don't It's about know. money. It's about the economy. And, and sure, okay, let's say that was your intention, right? You are telling me that you believe people in your family should die for the economy. And if that's what you believe, I will be more than glad to allow you to go out into the workforce as long as you sign away your um, right to uh, medical assistance uh, <laughs> concerning COVID symptoms. As long as also, you like, they need to be isolated or they need to be kept away from people who are doing what they're supposed to do. Like, mm. if Georgia wants to open up, I'm sorry to say it, well, like, you know, some states should be like, look, don't go. And that's the point that we're at. If, if, if we have decided that as a nation we will not be united in an effort to protect one another, then we need to start protecting ourselves statewide. And I'm so sorry to say that, but that looks like where we need to be because there's no telling how this is going to subside and if it will at the rate that this country is going. We're seeing progress in other countries. And because we want to hold our power as an economically powerful nation, we are willing to destroy ourselves for it. And I got to tell you, I don't think it'll end well for the United States of America. I mean, our president literally told us to shoot, inject ourselves with bleach and disinfect. Well, he's a complete imbecile. I don't even <laughs> think I can like, stupid is not a word that can be accurately you know, subscribe to that, prescribe to that man. Like, he is actually an imbecile, a dingbat on wheels. Then we got Karen over here getting arrested. Like, she should be. The white women. So what happened with this story? Do you, what's, give me, what's what's going on so with Karen? So the video. It looks like the lady was actually trying to host an event, like a, an impromptu event where mothers bring their children to the park to play. So naturally, this was an illegal gathering at this time. 
Yes. So I think because she was the one who was trying to host it, they had arrested her. They actually first they asked her to leave. She decided no. She decided to argue with them, tell them that because it was a public park and she paid her taxes, that she should be able to go. No. But the thing about public parks is they still close and you still abide by them. Close <laughs> when they are open, you have full access to be there. Yeah, they're not. That's open. how public places work. They do close now. You do not own them. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, you know, it, you do, but you don't get to set the regulations. Like you do not control the park. You may own it as a public citizen, right? But you do not control how it's run. And so, if it has been mandated that this park is closed, ma'am, the police are there to enforce said law because they were arguing with him. He said, "Ma'am, I didn't make the rule," and and that is pretty standard for all police officers. They do not make the rules. They just um, he was like, I'm them. just here to enforce it. So, you know, she gets really excited, really upset. And, like, suddenly, the police are an enemy. Now, mind you, police have been an enemy to black people across this nation Girl, for... been there, done that. Forever, forever, forever. Actually, since the beginning of black people in this country, the police have been a force against us. Really amazing to watch the white people react the way that they did. I swear, I never thought I would see the day... Never thought I thought I'd see the day that they would become the very thing that they shouted out against. I mean, about the reason I like I put these two together was like I'm literally seeing white people like feel like their rights are being taken away from them, and they're just irate that like they can't you know they can't go places when they feel like they should, or like their jobs are being affected, their money is being affected. I'm like, you all will fight for this shit, but we That's compared it to slavery, right? I'm like, girl, it's not slavery. It's not. Like I'm just, I just, I'm like, wow, you all are really upset. Like, you all feel like you all have been unjust. There's so much unjust to you all, and I'm like, no, sit down. It's an injustice for someone to tell you to stay home to keep your family and other people's families safe. They're like, I don't care about that. I, how do I feed my family if I have no money? And how can I do these things if I can't afford oh. or live? Now, I will admit that there are a lot of people who cannot go to work. And therefore, can I eat? And yes. I do feel I, I will not judge those people for wanting to go back to work. I am completely, you know, grateful for the fact that I can continue my work from home. Yeah. So I don't want to penalize people who are genuinely upset because they are afraid. But a park girl, a park. <laughs> Karen was like, bitch, I'm going to let my kids play. And you hoes going to eat dust. You can walk them niggas up and down the sidewalk and they will be just fine you took them to a park that was closed and then you defiantly tried to gather other people to do the same come on girl so let's just go just what you deserved you got just what you deserved mm. idiot well karen that wraps up to hell our, with you <laughs> karen that wraps up our hot topics girl you know you <laughs> are the dingbat of the week you are the what the fuck <laughs> 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 Girl, you are the what of the week? Um, but yeah. So that's the end of our current events. So it's honey, honey, honey iced tea. But we do want to talk about two things. I don't know how this one is going to go with the other. But um, the first one, I see that we have OnlyFans on our list. <laughs> and I want to, I want to like, you know, put it, into this mindset of narcissism, but I don't see how I can't. <laughs> well, well, okay, so here's Come on, the thing. let's go, girl. 
it is a viable source of like sex work. So I totally get, you know, people doing that. But like some people are not really offering much content. Ooh. And like that is the epitome of narcissism for you to think that people should pay to watch you like take pictures of yourself. Yeah. Um, now I can't knock anybody's hustle. Like you need a, a coin and you're really not trying to put the Panani up on the camera. I guess I can't fault you. But like, girl. Nobody wants to pay to look at you, like, show your abs. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I mean, and we are in the in the time of, a, like, a pandemic, so I definitely get people making um, OnlyFans accounts right now. Because yeah. the bitch really needs to, like, people have to eat. Sex work, <laughs> sex work is the best work. <laughs> but no, really, a lot of people are, you know, getting to going that route of OnlyFans or things that are bringing in, you know, money as regards to, like, showing off their assets. Like, you know, people are doing their feet. People are doing um, their stump, like, you know, their chest. People are doing other things to get their money. But I do see the narcissism um, playing into this thing of, like, oh, I just want to show off my stomach to get, you know, get money. But the reason I wanted to talk about today's episode of... Today's episode, more so, we'll be talking about, like, narcissism and how that can affect us in our community or just, like, people in general because... um, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how I want to like introduce this thing of narcissism. I love her. Well, I think we all like. Okay, so like uh, most people have been a victim to a narcissist. Yeah, and like you kind of can't tell sometimes when you first meet them that a person is a narcissist because they're often very charming. Mm-hmm. Um, and you must be right. Like uh, most people who are narcissists, I shouldn't say most. I don't know that statistic. A lot of people who are narcissists understand like that they need people to do things Mm -hmm. so and that's the idea like a narcissist like i need people to make me feel good so they try to work to attract them right um so we meet a lot of people that we think are really cool in the beginning and then after a couple of side like you know interactions experiences you're like what the hell is wrong with you you like you feel like a narcissist because they really leave your ass feeling like you know, you, like something is wrong. Like they will manipulate the fuck out of you. That's mm-hmm. some real shit. I I remember the first time that I met someone that I realized was a narcissist. We were in an entire friendship for like I think a year and some change. Ooh. Oh my god. Yeah, this woman. Um, she had made a, a habit of on my campus of um making friends with people. Like she would just have friends and then she would not be friends with them. And it's like, you know, you know, you're in college, your friendships are pretty malleable. Like you meet yeah. people in the beginning that you're not really friends with at the end, but these are people that she had developed entire relationships with. And like, they would often have bad things to say about her. And I was like, I don't know. I must've thought I was like, I had some je ne sais quoi. And like, I was different, right? Like there's no way someone's you know, something about, this friendship something to about you, me. you know? Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. She's really nice. What are you talking about? Man, this lady used to get us drunk trying to get us to like spill our deepest secrets while she'd be sober she would get us belligerently drunk now mind you i ain't no dumbass so and i can't hold my liquor child <laughs> so i would get drunk and just pretty much behave the same way i was behaving before and then when i was done i'd be like i'm done probably got my tolerance from fucking around with her ass one day she took me out on valentine's day and i thought she was doing this to be nice because i was sad and lonely mm-hmm. This bitch took me out to Red Robin so that she could try to like get information from me. She literally took the opportunity to ask me about what was going on with people that she had like an issue with. Like I was like, literally the entire conversation was what is blah 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 doing, how they've been doing, so what's going on with blah blah blah, trying to get me like talk shit about them. Mm. 
I was like, what the hell is going on? Left that friendship feeling like, like, I got nothing from it. And then, like, that's the thing when you're dealing with narcissists is I think you can look back at the experiences you did have with them and realize they didn't feed you at all. Yeah. And just for people to understand what a narcissist is, the technical definition or term of it is um, is when a person has an inflated sense of self-importance or when they are like excessively in interest with themselves or their own physical appearance, or just like everything has to revolve around them. You're in a space where everything or any interaction has to be about them, or it has to be about this, about, and then nothing is, there's, they're not really take, they're not really giving. It's rather more so of them taking a lot from certain spaces. Um, and oftentimes we start to be in spaces and we need to differentiate when we feel like somebody is kind of a nar- show narcissistic tendencies or characteristics. And we just need to, like, you know, avoid that or things of that nature. Because recently um, I've been in interactions or encounters with um, people or somebody specifically that has been showing really narcissistic manners and characteristics that it's been to a point where um, there's been... Um, suicidal threats or there's been a lot of conversations about taking one's life or a lot of things about oh how oh poor me poor me poor me but then it's coming off like a sense of um attention and it's so no go ahead i'm sorry oh no 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 go 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 because i know you're ready well just three things first thing i wanted to say is usually like there are a couple of different things the dsm um which is what diagnoses uh mental and personality and mood disorders um says that you have to show five or more of a characteristics um, characteristics at one time in order to be diagnosed with it so that's just for everyone and i say that because we all show narcissistic qualities at some point in our lives yes so don't, don't think when you see someone showing narcissistic like tendencies that they are a narcissist it's typically a number of behaviors that lead into that yep. but to your thing that is not uncommon. As a matter of fact, the person that I was just talking about, something she did. Um, it was in an effort to, because what happens is people start to notice that, like, the methods that they usually use for people to come to their distress, to come to their um, rescue, their distress calls no longer work. And yeah. so you think, you know, I am so valuable. If I say I'm going to kill myself, people are going to be impacted by this, right? And so, like, you get people in a tizzy trying to to run after you and like it's a excuse me huge slap in the face if you were never intending to and don't get me wrong i am not asking people to Ignore. want to kill themselves yeah, yeah. right but like don't share that you're feeling suicidal if you don't want assistance yeah and and, and typically people who do say they're gonna do it they want help yeah i think so yeah, someone, yeah. It's so you, if you yeah. If you want help, right, there are hotlines to call the people you know who will come and rescue you. That's the thing. It's like, if I were going to kill myself and I wanted someone to assist me, uh, and, and granted, I'm only speaking because I have I have been suicidal in my life. That is something I'm willing to disclose. Um, and I wanted someone to assist me. I would call people that would assist me. It's, it's not so much of a distress call if you're asking strangers Mm. for your help don't know what number is the call they don't have an emergency contact for you right so it does lead to question like what is your your um your purpose yeah so when i hear you say that 
that's what I think of. Yeah, because like when like just to think about like characteristics and things of that nature, it is somebody that's narcissistic, um, has an exaggerated sense of self-importance. Um, they take advantage of others and try to get what they want, have the inability or an unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others, um, exaggerated achievements and talents. So there's uh-huh. like a lot yeah when somebody is very like oh i got this and i did that or i'm currently number one in the class and really it's like no you're not you're number two but you know has to put themselves on this inflated um pedestal um is really interesting and the reason i brought up minds was because there's um the person or the the inner the, the interaction i'm having with this person is very much like i need attention I need people to look at me. I need people to know how the state that I'm in and it's very bad or I need people to understand that they need to support me. I need you all to do all these things. And it's very uncomfortable for me to see someone begging for attention in regards to like their life, you know, and it's like nobody you shouldn't joke about being suicidal. You shouldn't joke about um, wanting to hurt yourself because there are people that are, you know, are really battling with this. And yeah, it's not, absolutely. Every day. And it's Especially now casual. in a pandemic. Yes. And I've found, um, I've read two articles about two young, two young ladies have taken their lives, who have taken their lives during um, COVID-19. So it's yeah. also just like, it's very serious. And when I see somebody saying that, excuse me, they're ready to end it all or giving specific times of when they are kind of is a very uncomfortable for me. And I'm like... So I try to tread lightly on this subject, especially when we're talking about suicide, because I remember when I was growing up yeah. um, as a person who deals with, like, you know, mental illness, um, I I would see other people who did and, like, you know, they'd be like, I'm trying, like, I'm going to kill myself. And the rhetoric I always heard around it was, you're looking for attention. You're looking for attention. Yeah. You're looking for attention. And, like, to some degree, that's true, right? Like, a distress call is a call for attention. Um, and people who are asking for attention probably do need it, right? So, this, like, this person that you're speaking of, um, whoever they are, probably, like, does need assistance. Like, they probably do need the attention that they're begging for. Yeah. But it's, like, it's about, like, what they're trying to, right? Like, what they're trying to ask for. Because what was the reason that they were posting that stuff in the first place? For people to feel bad for them to help support them and stuff like that. Support, like, their career goals? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, right. Like, yeah. like okay, like, support, like, uh, like make me successful or I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, That's make me ridiculous. successful or just make me known to people so that, you know, I don't feel as miserable or I'm not where I want to be in life. Like, I need everybody to, like, put everything they can into putting me on this pedestal. Because I don't want, I, I don't feel like I'm there or I need support doing that. Well. And. I mean, best of luck to them. <laughs> because, because here's the thing. I don't know what the, I don't know what the intentions of the person, of the narcissist that I yeah. had experience with. And I think I've had a couple, a few, I've had a few instances with narcissists. Like that shit gets really dangerous because. They can really be some charming. You got to distance like, yourself. Once you start to see this, when you start to like see that it's all yes. about them or it's like very things are very exaggerated mm-hmm. or you literally have to process like, why are we in this predicament or why is this person always like their energies always feel like they're taken from you or it's every time you're in a space with them. Right. Right. Every time you're in a space with them, it just doesn't feel like it's evenly balanced in regards to energy and vibe. 
you have to be like, bitch, hold on. Let's talk about this or let me take myself out of this equation because this should be mutual exchanges. This should be filling it. So that was one of the things that I've read. Um, I'm reading about narcissists throughout this time because I was trying to figure out if a bitch was one. Look, you know, <laughs> listen, we all have those moments. I'd be like, "Ooh, I'm d- feeling my- it's a difference between being cocky though and narcissistic. Well, because again, like beings have a tendency to exhibit narcissistic behavior. So it was like, oh, like I remember talking to my therapist about it, and she was like, "Honey, no," because <laughs> <laughs> she was also like, no. people who are narcissists tend not to be aware of the fact that that, that they're narcissists. Yeah. Like that's the whole thing about it. Like it is a delusion. People who are narcissists are often delusional. Um, they may like say that they experience things that they don't experience for you know the hope of gaining um, some sympathy. But here's the thing about it too, right? Like. We, it's always our responsibility to protect ourselves. And so there are going to be a lot of people, I have been this person before, who want to come to the rescue of a narcissist. Like, you want to change them. But the only person who can assist a narcissist is a mental health professional. Yeah. They have to that's name some it. real shit. They have to name they they do. Have to name They that. do have to name it. That's correct. Because yeah, that, that's the other part of the treatment, right? Like, that person has to be willing to accept that they are a narcissist and work toward developing skills and processes and coping mechanisms to deal with that because like many like many mental health issues um and you know disorders it can be a mixture of genes and experiences from childhood right so i try not to it is it is but because the thing about psychology is there was always that if you remember i'm sure you remember the nature versus nurture thing right like never really saying it's one thing or the other because it can be a combination a lot of people, people who have parents who are mentally ill are likely to both inherit the traits and then also we ex- experience in childhood, like the effects of those mental disorders, right? Like, oh, here I have this narcissistic parent who is inflicting trauma on me every day. How do I cope? Do I have the coping mechanisms? Do I have an outside source who can save me? Am I already predisposed, yes, I think to I'll, having this mental disorder? You might also deal with self-doubt as well. Like, oh, I that's think, a large part of it. Yeah, I think you when you're dealing with somebody that's narcissistic, if you're being raised in a house, to my knowledge, or what I'm assuming, if you're raised in a house with somebody that's narcissistic, you are always constantly worried about, are, worried, did you, are you doing enough? Did you do enough? Right. Or am I like, and like you, you think about that because you didn't get, you didn't get the praise and admiration from your, your guardian or whoever it was. So now you're in life trying to be an adult, but still seek validation and still have the self-doubt because you don't know what. So that can fuck you up. Oh, absolutely. That and up. that's a large part of what happens in our in our system too, right? Like it's like these delusions of grandeur, but also really, really low self-worth. So it's like bouncing back and forth. That's actually also one of the symptoms of um of bipolar disorder. So it's like um sometimes you have this inflated version of the self and then other times it's like I am completely worthless. Like I have you know, yeah. So it's like because they say if people have a very strong, you know, sense of self, um, and that's just who they are, you can tell because they never have a moment of like, oh, I'm nothing, you know, like yeah. the, they never have that experience of the opposite. Yeah, and you also, so I always think about like being cocky versus confident. Like when you are confident, you don't have to put anybody else down. Yeah, to it doesn't come as a detriment. It doesn't. People. Yeah, it doesn't because that's what I think about with narcissism. Narcissism, it, they don't care, or narcissistic tendencies don't care who's in the way, as long as it's like me. 
Like, as long as I'm like, everything's about me, I will figure out a way to put myself on this pedestal or I will, you know, and I, I, I can be transparent. I have had tendencies where I had like narcissistic mindset and that was because I wasn't happy with myself at a time or like I had low self-esteem, which is kind of true, like common with millennials in this 21st century day and age of social media. Like where we always like, damn, I didn't, you know, do enough or I'm like compare myself to others. But yeah, it's just like really being able to like differentiate, you know, cocky versus confident. And also like, am I being a detriment to others when I speak of my achievements? Or that's one of, oh, yeah. When you speak about you, when you speak of your achievements or are you always in a space where you are vying for everyone to look at you or have the attention only on you? That was one of the things my my therapist had said too. <laughs> hey, you know what? It is a pandemic. If we if you ain't hearing sirens, <laughs> you ain't you obviously don't live amongst people because I've heard them every day since this shit started. You don't live in a hood um, if you don't hear sirens. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, my therapist uh, she was that's something she said as well though. Like your relationships. So, um, and this is for most of of the mental disorders, um, or like mood disorders or personality disorders, is um, one of the characteristics is that it infringes or um, impacts your relationships with other people. Oh, girl, and definitely. So if, if it stops you from having healthy relationships with people, and that's with the other four or five characteristics, trust and believe you you have a mental um, illness or a personality disorder. So there's that. Well, I mean, if you feel like you have these, um, narcissists, themselves away. you're alienating people, huh? It's the connection. Group. <laughs> Sorry, that shit. They did. I hated that. I know you were saying something though. Um, I don't even remember now because I was really listening to what you were saying. Oh no, I was saying, child, if you feel like you, first I would say do some research. If you yes. feel like you have narcissistic tendencies, by all means, please look up these tendencies and things of that nature because i did see that treatment for this is difficult um but i will definitely say look into speaking to your doctor or physician which i would first say speak to a therapist before you try to go like a drug side and try to get medicine oh yeah don't like first of all don't (laughs) diagnose yourself with anything because a bitch like me has done it several times um don't diagnose yourself with anything and don't diagnose other people like we can tell now yeah you could tell, and if you see the behaviors, <laughs> just distance yourself. Narcissistic person, run, run literally go the other way, fucking away. Like, don't don't fucking tell them they're narcissists. Yeah, because <laughs> like doesn't... don't don't tell them you have narcissistic personality disorder. You don't want to diagnose people if you're not qualified, but um, the the indications are there. And if you watch some YouTube videos, there's some bright, brilliant psychologists up on there who will tell you. What dumb people look like and what the hell you need to do when you come upon them. And most of them say run like hell. Run like motherfucking hell. Um, but yeah, I wish the best for the people that we've had examples with of narcissists. Narcissism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, it's just they like leave this bad taste in your mouth. Like, you can just, like, I don't, there are not a lot of people that I am not friends with today that I was friends with who I feel like are, like, awful people or who I feel like were just terrible when we were friends. But, yeah. like, the person that I believe is a narcissist, whew, child. Yeah. That's some shit I never, ever want to experience again. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Like I said, I, I wish I wish those people the best. And um, 
And that is that on that. Any lasting words on this conversation of um, narcissism? You know what? Yes, because I think it's a general. Um, one of the things I do want to say, um, and like this is a really like sober moment for me. Yes. Um, you know, dealing with COVID nineteen and being a person who um, lives with a met or a mood disorder, it has been exceptionally difficult to function and be healthy emotionally and spiritually and uh, subsequently physically. Um, dealing with all this. So in light of us talking about personality disorders and mental illness, I really encourage everybody to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health. Um, and if you're having a hard time reaching out to therapists, a lot of them, HIPAA um, has allowed therapists to do therapy in ways that they weren't doing before. So before like you couldn't have FaceTime, you couldn't, a therapist could not FaceTime you for an appointment. They are broadening the regulations or loosening the regulations for HIPAA to accommodate that. So if you have access to a therapist or you would like to get access to a therapist, please do the research to find one um, that will see you remotely if you can, um, because it's really important that you take care of your mental health. Otherwise, your physical health will start to deteriorate following that. And I would recommend um, using psychology today. Um, That's how I found uh, my therapist. So if you are, um, they have a great filtering thing as well. So if you want a black uh, cis, you know, person or whatever that talks specifically about religion tied into therapy, you can definitely find that. If you want to find somebody that's non-binary and they talk about all types of things, definitely look into that as well. And um, I know my therapist, we use telehealth. So that is options for that as well. Um, But yeah, I do. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. During this time, our mental is all over the place, and I do want us to remember to self-care, relax. Please not be in front of our phones as much, because that is yeah. very much draining um, during this time as well. Um, but those are the, I think those are my lasting words, just like with the show and things as well as uh, of that nature. Do you have like anything like lasting besides that was in, uh, in regards to um, narcissism or narcissistic personality disorders? Stay up. Don't give up that butt. Ooh! I guess. <laughs> I'm like, I guess. If that's, I mean, people are... If, shout out to people that's quarantined with their booze. That's all I got to say. Shout out yeah. to y'all. Good for y'all. But if you all want to continue this conversation with us um, personally, you can follow us on our personal Instagrams and Twitters. My personal Instagram and Twitter is underscore Lord Every. That is underscore L-O-R-D-E-V-E-R-Y. It is actually pronounced Lord Devery, but it is spelled Lord Every. And you can get me on Instagram at Derwin King. You sure you know how to spell that? D-E-R-W-I-N-K-I-N-G. And on Twitter at Free Negro. That's F-R-E-E-N-E-G-R-E-A-U-X. And if you want to talk to us on the podcast and social media, you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at That Black Boy Joy. Is Twitter That Black Boy Joy Podcast? No, it's just That Black Boy Joy. Yeah. So our Instagram and Twitter is that Black Boy Joy, but if you want to hit us up in our emails, it is that Black Boy Joy Podcast at gmail.com. And we are out. <laughs>